I'll be listening back to some episodes and I'll hear us say something and I'm like, mm, I didn't think of it in the moment, but I want to circle back to it. So here's some bones I have to pick with the last episode. <laughs> Side note, if you can't feel that momentum coming my way, <laughs> I, could, I could rename it in I could, mostly just I could also hit, feel so. it coming my way. All right, I'm ready, Scott. This train's coming down the track, baby. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we work together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me on the show tonight are a couple of my former co-workers. Say what up, Beacat. Yo, 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 yo. And oh. Bat and Cleanup, that's a sports reference for the sports dog in the house, a man who uh, can now add game developer to his portfolio, John Mosesman. Hey, Scott, how's it slap? That's a new Gen Z <laughs> phrase I learned. Ooh, it slaps, my man. I was watching some of those <laughs> animated GIFs you've been posting of your new video games. I, I don't oh, think you should be giving away that technology, those, that they're giving the, the IP, as you would call it maybe, uh, away for free. Uh, it's for sale over at uh, patreon.com slash John Mosesman. Where John, you, are you? My, uh, did you sign up over there? I guess <laughs> where John is a subscriber. <laughs> yeah, no, but I should. <laughs> you want to support my game development career? Get in touch. Uh, so that's probably a smooth segue into this show and a pitch for Patreon. Brian, why don't you handle that? They do call me <laughs> Mister Patreon. In fact, but before I hard sell Patreon. I'll tell you a little bit about the show. So this show was conceived about a year ago. We're on episode 19. Episodes release every two weeks. So that puts us at almost 40 weeks of recording. Don't do the math. You're good. It's I rounded it up to 20 and gave that a 40. So you nailed almost 40. Yeah, that's solid. Almost 40 weeks. But That's common core. Good work. Did it. Nailed it. <laughs> uh so yeah, we are a couple of guys who used to work together and would get a little bit distracted talking about very <laughs> random, very off-topic things. And so Scott, about a year ago, was like, hey, what if we throw microphones in front of our face and have those same conversations we used to have when we worked together? And John and I went, okay, I guess. I <laughs> and so here we are now on episode 19 but if this is your first time listening to us number one thank you we would we're very very excited that you would be a part of the show with us also if you're over there on the itunes apple podcast whatever they call it these days and you want to drop a five star review do it do it you want to drop, drop a one star review don't do it go contact find a us podcast. first Walk, get find off that ledge Find a competitor and drop that one star over there. <laughs> uh, and as the boys were talking about, we also have a Patreon page, which is just a place that if if you want to go the extra super mile and help support us financially uh, for $5 a month, you can go over to patreon.com slash work together. That's patreon.com slash work together and actually contribute to the show. We get to take a most of that five dollars patreon they want to cut 
but we get most of that $5. We actually get to put it back into the show to help make the show better. You might see marketing. some Facebook ads soon targeted right at you. And we coming. We coming. <laughs> but it, we coming. But it does unlock early access to the show, also priority questions. So if you ever have a question for the show, we make sure mm. to respond there. And right before this episode, actually, we were knocking around some new ideas for some new content. So check it out. is going to be wild. Patreon.com slash work. New decade who dis. Is going to slap. <laughs> did you just learn that? I did. <laughs> you know something I just, I just learned and I've been trying to, to mix in is using the term drip when talking about maybe uh, if you got on some new clothes or maybe a new haircut. I don't even know if that's accurate, but I've been it's trying close. to work it in like that. Look at this new – I got too much drip going today. So I literally mm. – my job is working with like – uh, the youths. The youths. And I – it's never made me feel older. It has never made me – like like because because it's gone from like, oh, I just didn't know that thing to now I am like – What are you talking about? Like why – it's it's more than that. <laughs> like now I'm starting to do like why? Why are you – why are you into that? Why would you say <laughs> – use that phrase? So now it's not that I'm – just not aware. I actually yeah, old. am old, old man geezer. Why are you guys doing that? Yeah, we weren't going to talk about this, but there, there's definitely a moment where I, because for a while I was like, okay, you know, people in their like 21, 22, they're, they're younger than me, but they're, you know, we, I can still relate. And now I cannot relate at all. Like the things they say, the things they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And they, they no longer view me as a peer. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. That's when it changes. We're, we're in a new bracket. Yeah. Yeah. When you realize, oh, is there a side chat going on with all the young people that I'm not in? Oh, am I not young enough for that? <laughs> I, I can't remember if I've said it on the show before, but I've, so the place that Scott, John, and I used to work at, I am, I am the, the lone survivor of the three. So I've been there for a while. And when I started, I was 22 years old. And I recently celebrated my ninth anniversary there. And people Whoa. were they were asking, like, so what what is the thing that you've learned or like what do you miss or whatever? And I, I'm like, I love everything I've learned. I'm super happy where I like am now and what I'm doing. But it is weird because when I started I was the young pup. I was uh-huh. you know, they were calling me into ideation meetings. Yeah boy don't get called into those meetings anymore. <laughs> they already, already squeezed that juice about this too new much. Service. Yeah, I've, Snapchat. I've I've done graduated out of that. Tick what? You get on Tumblr. <laughs> That's where the kids are. So uh, speaking of places where kids are, um, can I tell you a? Kind That's of a good a, lead-in, by the way. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gotta so land it. There's. I'm gonna leave it hanging a little bit. There's this. Uh, Be careful. Subreddit that I I don't know if you guys have ever been on. Uh, again, Reddit, a website on the internet devoted to everything. Uh, We've got to do a whole episode on Reddit, by the way. We, we probably should. There's do we one have a subreddit called... for us? I mean, Ooh, I would assume so. Probably all of our fans already have it. It's probably popping. It's probably slapping. That's true. Anyway, so there's <laughs> that drip. Am I right? <laughs> so uh, there's a subreddit called uh, slash r slash mildly interesting. Oh, I and love that. The, I love that As one. the name suggests, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's pictures and GIFs and videos of things that are mildly interesting. So uh, someone takes a picture of three cars parked next to each other, the exact same model and make (laughs) or something. 
That's so perfect. And I Someone, love those things. First, I'm like, ooh, that is mild. I like love how accurate the content is. I'm always like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like you open a pack of uh, M&Ms and they're all blue or something. You're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. You know? uh, I feel like I had a, a real life, mildly interesting moment at Chipotle. And so, so I'm at Chipotle in line. I'd already ordered, um, got a bowl, which is not my usual, but I went, I went for it. I was feeling like I need some chips and a bowl action. And I'm standing there and there's this man to my right who is mm, a little past middle age, let's say like mid fifties, kind of got the salt and pepper hair going on. Um, and I'm really just, you know, kind of zoned out waiting to pay. And for some reason he catches my attention and I hear him uh, he's ordering and he says, he's like, all right, now what, now what can I get on this? And the guy's like, oh, you can get rice. You pick your beans, you pick your meat. And he kept going and he's like, now what, now what is that? Now can I have that? And this thought hit me that this man has never been to a Chipotle before. You're I've met it. the only human on the entire <laughs> planet who has never been to Chipotle. And as we got done ordering, he looked over to mine. He's like, oh, so you got like a bowl? Like you got your, like your burrito, but it's in a bowl. No, I was like, this man has never been to Chipotle. No. You mean I can <laughs> it's pick what you It's 2020. I was amazed. Like in that moment, I was like, "Wow!" And, well, I, and I just couldn't stop watching him. It's probably a another level deeper. Even this man's never been to like a burrito shop. Yeah, and you kind of like need how? to like sit down with him. Like, what else have you not been to? Just like <laughs> scroll through on some like. Have you? What been to does this? your phone look like? <laughs> Did you just Get step out, out of pager? Of a... I just got this pager. Yeah, if it's Did a pager, step out of time phone. capsule. If it's I a was amazed. Flip phone, you just move on, on out of there. So, I would, call, I would say that was mildly interesting. Is it not? If it's not, it's it, going to get no. Cut. That that so. was no. That was that was, a, a, like a a perfect use of mildly interesting. Not a great, but uh, that is, <laughs> yeah, that is good enough for us to go. Huh. Here's here's my follow up. So we when we talked about alignments. Here's my one, I would say evil alignment, and for some reason. I feel like the, so when you go to Chipotle, you're getting the guacamole, right? Like 10 out of 10, good stuff. Yes. It's, you're getting it. It's the reason I will go. Scott? I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay, Scott. All right. So, Brian, you're. <laughs> it's the best so, guac in the burrito biz. It's not. But, okay. Yeah. So, here's the problem is the price game gets me. Okay. Well, yeah. I Thank you, Scott. Set up. I'll pay you later. Okay. So. <laughs> It's expensive. It's like a little bit more expensive than you want to pay. It's like two right. fifteen or something. Like, uh... So, I, what I've discovered is that well, for one, it, they're so when the person is packaging your burrito or, or your bowl, and then they write on top what you got. So they'll put a C for chicken on the aluminum steak, foil. On the aluminum foil. Yeah, yes. Sorry for for the other five people who have never been to Chipotle before. Guy, wait a second, they wrote on my burrito. <laughs> so and they'll put they'll write it down, and then if you have guac, they'll put a G on there. Sometimes they forget to put the G, and then they come to you. Come to the cash register, and they say, Ooh. "Is that all? Get? Is that all you got? Would you like anything else?" And I don't know why, but I feel like I'm getting robbed on that guacamole. So on the rare chance that it does happen, I don't tell them. I'm just like, nope, just a chicken burrito, no guac Mine's, in that because it's wrapped oh, up I'm and they can't on tell. That every time. Oh sure. yeah. Here's the here's the bad part. I've learned that you can also kind of like. <laughs> If you talk to him the right way at the right time, you can get him to forget to write the G. Ooh, and it works like See, you're I almost more percent of the time uh, than it should. David Blaine like hacking their mind. Straight up mentalism. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm not gonna work. I'm not gonna work for the for the 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 sleight of hand. But but if they miss it, they miss it. Like that that drink. I mean, legitimately, I want to know. I want to know what percentage of people you go to a sit down restaurant, they leave those drinks off. You get you a Dr Pepper, they don't charge you for it. What percentage of people are saying, "Hey, I you left it off." It's got to be low, right? So I will do that at like a grocery store if they forget to ring something up. It, pretty much anywhere but Chipotle, actually. If they forget, if I know that like, hey, they didn't ring that up, like I'm, or if if it's, I won't necessarily go back in the store. More more from like a waste Whoa. of time perspective, not you from like back, a. That is wild. <laughs> Get back I mean, in line, I, wait. You forgot like, to charge me for this. Morally, I, I would be fine with it, but I just I don't want to waste the time. Of my wife is gets more. too uncomfortable, and what she will do is if somebody rings up something twice, she can't tell them, and she'll just <laughs> we'll, we'll be leaving. Oh, and she's like, oh, by the way, they scan that twice, and I'll look. I'm like, you saw them? She's like, yeah, I just uh, I couldn't say anything. I'm like, so if it's, if it's cheap, I might be in the same. Like, oh, yeah, I'm, two not. Bucks. I'm not. That, I'm not. Like, so- I'm like, I'm, I'm like. I like when they have that little heads-up display that shows the ticker going up, so I can, I yeah. can confirm. I'm like, mm, yeah, no. you got that twice. Let me hit you with that. No. I mean, as I really, a that's interesting that cashier. you are <laughs> that I'm less confrontational than you. I didn't in that regard. I didn't think that was possible. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. So, um, so continue on the mildly interesting train. Uh, I have another <laughs> one for you here. Uh, maybe this is more than mildly interesting, but. Uh, a listener, after listening to the last episode, we talked about, um, you know, we had somebody write in and had the, the the who wants to be a millionaire question for us about that painting, American Gothic. So uh, one of our listeners, shout out to Space Curtis, he said that he found out through Ancestry.com, one of those like DNA tests, that he is like a fifth cousin of the artist that painted that. So kind of yeah, crazy, kind of cool. Very random. But mildly interesting to this conversation um but i at least thought well really contextual so we uh we probably should share it you people need to educate yourselves myth three americans every year die from rabies fact four americans every year die from rabies hey everybody welcome to a new segment on we used to work together that i'm calling the we used to work together fact check corner and this is where I'll be listening back to some episodes and I'll hear us say something and I'm like, "Mm, I didn't think of it in the moment, but I want to circle back to it. So here's some bones I have to pick with the last episode. (laughs) Side note, if you can't feel that momentum coming my way, (laughs) I could could rename it in parentheses. I could could also feel it coming my way. (laughs) All right, I'm ready, Scott. This train's coming down the track, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, this first one's for both of you guys. Um, We talked about B.C. Clark's The Jingle, and Mm -hmm. both you guys uh, had some some takes on it that I wanted to address. The first one is you mentioning that you didn't realize it was local, which Mm -hmm. in The Jingle, it explicitly says, Oklahoma's oldest jeweler since 1892. Dang, they've been local for a minute. That's number one. Number two... Brian, you tried to say you didn't know anything about the jingle because you haven't been listening to the radio recently. Number one, they've been here since 1892. Number two, that jingle's been here <laughs> since 2001. So if you haven't <laughs> watched TV or listened to the radio <laughs> since 2001, you are next gen <laughs> on your podcasting. Thoughts? Anybody uh, have something to say? Hashtag mildly I, interesting. I think when you sent it to me, it was the first I'd heard it too. 
Wow. Maybe I'd heard it like subconsciously and not, you know, registered, but yeah. So I, yeah, I, I think I had heard it. I'm trying to remember what was the context in which the joke was made or like hmm. the thing was shared. It was that Twitter post, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. I said that, that Twitter like, post at you guys of like, which one dancing. of us is this that was like break dancing to the BC Clark's jingle. And John was like, never heard of it. And you're like, what was I watching? <laughs> I, I think that was. I, that was more I didn't understand because the comment was something like, yeah, Oklahomans every time the song comes on. Mm-hmm. And I think my biggest disconnect was that I didn't realize it was local. And sure, they say it, but I ain't listening to I like jingles. have this is so dumb, but I have a literal memory of on the school bus and like going to school and a chorus of that broke out on the school bus because <laughs> we all knew it. Now, I don't know. I grew up during apparently the movie A Christmas Story from like we listened to only the radio and had no TV, but <laughs> that's a yeah. real thing. Um, yeah, so next, I guess I have I have check. no good. That's no fine. Good that's fine. I just wanted to circle so back on it. Can I can I jump oh. off of Scott's uh, segment jump intro off it. piece? Get in here. Come so play. what is going on with the office right now? Because they are like stealth picking up marketing momentum, and I've mm. heard some rumors about them. Either bringing it back oh, or something. Don't even tease it for me. But you, so, you like, for example, stuff? what? So, there's they've been posting over the Bring past couple of months some videos yes. to their YouTube page, and like the one I sent you where they recorded apparently the Threat Level Midnight was like a full episode that they just cut into the other episode. Well, so yeah, now awesome. I, it, Which is I, pretty I, cool, but like, what are they? What are they? Something. And they waited like a decade to drop that. Yeah, are they trying to so, build some steam for something? Well, I think that so I read about that that thing. That the thing they post on their YouTube, that was just the first time it had been made available publicly like on YouTube. I guess it had been a part like that was on some DVD. Oh, was it like a DVD? Oh. Yeah, it was on like okay. one of their season 7 DVDs or something like that. Cuz cuz that's what at first I was so confused. And, and if you guys don't know, basically the office there's like a bit on it where uh Michael Scott, the lead character, like comes up with this whole play that's like based very strongly on all the characters in the show and stuff like that. Pretty funny. And anyway, so they actually filmed like an episode of that bit. And anyway, yeah, so I because at first I was like, are are all these did they all get back together to record this? And I was like, well, no, they kind of look like old school. Yeah, versions. And so and I went back and saw that and that's what it was. But I had watch that by any chance throughout level midnight i watched some of it did you watch i kind of see the jim as golden face yes monologue about like why he's golden uh, from eating trophies or whatever and so he wants to blow up every trophy in the world that's why he's like hitting every all-star game i just oh i had to watch it multiple (laughs) times i was like he just absolutely killed it Yeah, it was it was very fun. I I'm loving it. I'm loving the new podcast they're dropping, and I have heard that same. So, the rumor I had heard was it is related to a new streaming service that'll be coming out or something. Because or, they're off Netflix so there is a new streaming service year, called right? Quibo or something of that sort that is going to be releasing. Um, it is uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. They're reimagining it for adults, kind of in like a American Ninja Warrior style. It's going to be outdoors yeah. in a jungle, and it's going to be adults instead of kids, but it's still going to have hmm. uh, like the crossing the river, Brian's most fearful part. Oh. 
it's still going to have the temple like maze and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's cool. The fact that it's on Quibo means I will never see it because what's Quibo? Well, the to wrap up this little segment, we oh, actually have. I'm sorry. I oh, still we have. Done, I'm sorry. Scott? Are we done fact checking or you want me to introduce a new segment? <laughs> I think Scott didn't get to say. I just This is a short one and it's, it's related to the office. Uh, you said in the last episode there were rumors about them keeping the office, but I have confirmed that they are in 2021 Netflix lost the rights to it in 2021 it will be going to NBC Universal's streaming platform. I, oh, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, so it's part of part of that new that must be the the platform they were talking about like NBC's mm. launching the mm. same thing. Like cuz gotcha. like if you look CBS they might I can't remember if CBS is on Netflix but they're or sorry on Hulu, but they're like very CBS has like their own like entity and of stuff and they make it very difficult to like watch their stuff. Oh and yeah. I hate that. Cause like I am a get at me, but I'm a survivor boy and there's no way I'm going to watch it live. Uh, and so I need it in one of my already existing streaming services. Oh. And it's not. Yeah. They make it difficult, but okay. Now toss it to you, Brian. So we actually got a little quick question in from a new user. I had somebody text me about two hours before the show that I had no idea was a listener. So, you, so audience, were they even for... in your address book? Or were you like new? Oh, they were. This? They were. No, no, no. They are. They are. But Brian, I audience? got your number. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm a listener. Welcome <laughs> to the show, White Fox SG, aka Seth. Is this he's one what? of your streaming buds? It is. So he's he's a yeah. guy that I met. I feel like I've seen I him met on the, through. On the Streaming, but yeah, he texts me. He texts me out of nowhere. Actually, this will be a good clarifying question. So I'm not sure specifically what I said, but part of uh, the like Hulu package is you get Fox Sports, and so he was telling me, "Hey, you can actually watch all of your Thunder games with the what? Hulu app." And he was. He said, hey. "Yeah, he's been doing it that way for two years, and it's cheaper than Sling." Which I guess was the only other way to watch them. So I said, "Well, the I guess the we'll third way to watch them is you know the bootleg queen has the passwords." And give us the drop, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, I'll save it. I'll save it. Okay, got it, got it, got it. But anyway, so he had a question. I'm modifying it just a touch because it's very, very similar to a question my mother asked. But he said. Sorry, Seth. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. Get mom. Did you remember to wash your underwear? <laughs> uh, so That's he he said, "Are there any new Christmas traditions that you have started with? Like we all have fams now. Actually, John, this will be Christmas number one with the with the kiddo yep. fam. But are there any new Christmas traditions that you've started this year that you did not do when you were?" That's a great question. Why, hello, everyone. It's me again, Brian. Yes, I'm cutting into another episode, but it's for a really good reason. Well, so here's the thing. Over about the next 10 minutes, John, Scott, and I are about to hashtag spoil some Christmas secrets. If you have young children, we would recommend that you skip ahead 10 minutes to the next section. Trust me. Wink, wink, 10 minutes. You've been warned. Back to the show. 
as you're pondering it, Seth I slapped just slam dunk on his first cue. There it is. There it is, chat. Um, so I'll <laughs> let you guys. It may take a minute to think, and I've I'm ready. F- oh, he's ready. I was queued up, ready for one, but we're gonna let Good. Scott you go take first. it away. No, you no, no, no. Okay. Um, got a got one that I'm that I am excited about, but uh, specifically around Santa Claus. So. Um, we have a couple of gifts, the choice gifts, the ones they when they sit on Santa's lap, they specifically request. Uh, those gifts are in different wrapping paper, but it there's there's some like there's some showmanship to it. So first of all, it's in like generic brown canvas paper. It's not in your patterned frozen two paper. Um, the next thing is it's got some like real choice twine wrapped around it. The finishing touch is for each kid, you know how they, when they used to send letters in the olden days, they would seal it with that wax seal? Mm. We seal mm. the gift with the wax seal, and we use the first initial of their name, so S for Sam, L for Lucy, to like to seal it. And so it's got this like official North Pole wax like seal on their it. gifts. So, now, that one's a little over the top, but and it See, won't you be should've... a tradition probably forever, obviously, but it is for now. You should have you should have let me go first because mine is average. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we do Elf on a Shelf, and there's a lot of people who are like, I can't. I wish we wouldn't have ever started Elf on the Shelf, and I'm ball humbug about doing Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> and get that garbage out of here because it is so fun to like. Like come up with like new things for it to be on it, like okay, Pinterest. so I've never never done that. So what is what does that involve? That's a great question because there's probably a bunch of people who don't know. So I've heard Chipotle about it for years. Though. He's like, what? So <laughs> Elf on that Shelf. The whole idea of it is that there is this elf that gets sent down. It's a little doll, but he gets sent from the North Pole to your house, and he's helping Santa. You know. Watch you, see how you're doing, see if you're doing your chores, brushing your teeth, you know, things like that. The house is prepped Ah, for Santa. Right, 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 right. But he leaves every night to go back to the North Pole to let Santa know. And so when he comes back, he's always in a new spot or doing something different. So it's basically this little, like, doll that you move around. And, And there are people, like, if you Google, like, Elf on the Shelf ideas or whatever, there are people who go all out and have some awesome stuff but like we'll take him and we'll put him like on a shelf and we'll toilet paper like a little part of our house or so he's supposed to be like kind of mischievous he can be it's it's honestly however you want him to be it's kind of like when it's like a little bit toy story-esque like when you guys aren't paying attention he's kind of living his life a little bit so you might you might catch him wake up oh he was reading a book you know last night but okay. what we're what we what is so fun this year is that our two oldest now know like uh if there are children listening right now, let's go ahead. Spoiler alert, the biggest spoiler Pump ahead alert. a couple of minutes. I'm trying to give you guys like the most runway for what I'm about to say. <laughs> there is a parent running to the Alexa right now. <laughs> okay. I feel like I've given you enough room. But my my oldest kids now are aware. I'm still going to keep it PG. There's still this fear inside of me yeah, that maybe somebody, somebody Brian. But let's just say my oldest two are aware. Um and so they're an active part. They woke. <laughs> they woke. woke. <laughs> they woke. 
And so they're an active part of the tradition now. And like literally every single night, like they're like, oh, we got to do this now. We got to do that. And it's just, it's so fun. I know we're coming way off the rails here, but can we talk about that? When you guys uh, found out the truth, I I was like deeply saddened as a child. Like, I feel like that was a marking moment of leaving like the innocence phase. So John, you have an older sibling and a younger sibling? No, 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 I'm oldest. You're oldest, okay. Yeah. Because I felt like I didn't properly get to grieve it because I had to instantly like, but, because my brother was, uh, younger brother's like six years younger than me. So it was like, oh, that's keep, quite up, a difference, yeah. keep up the like, it wasn't even like, and in another year we'll let your brother in or something or sit everybody down. It was like, the way keep, that it, I've heard keep up of it. the thing until you're 20. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that I've heard that could be fun with it is to get them like brian said get them you you get the older girls in on it that's right smart. and it's like so and that's what, like that's what we the did secret. <clears throat> john yeah, do you remember and, how old you were by any chance like what no i mean any age between like six and 12 is the same to me like okay. i can't tell <laughs> those years young. apart okay. yeah. so that was similar to me I, I i remember being on the younger side so we were not. at a family event for thanksgiving and Brittany's like cousin is 13 and she was sitting in the adult room for the uh, Thanksgiving dinner and all the kids were like outside playing. I wasn't in there for this, but apparently some adult was like asking like, Hey, have you guys got out elf on the shelf and been doing the thing? And with elf on the shelf, 13 seems old though for that. Yeah. That oh. does seem very old. And the, the adult that mentioned it was like, obviously I'm talking to in front of so-and-so and they know. And that 13 year old was like, what? And they were like, her, their parents were like, uh, well, here we go, ripping the Band-Aid off. And That's she was funny. like oh, openly weeping, like, my life is a lie. So <laughs> like, that's, that's, that right there is the reason why some parents don't do it is because yeah. of, like, just that that whole deal. We we leaned into it. My, it was, I only remember the story, but I don't remember the age. Apparently we were going down the road. And just me being me, it was like me and my three brothers in the back seat. And I just went, Mom, Dad, Santa's not real, is he? And like totally out of context, out of the blue. And I guess my older brother like hit me in the chest and was like, dang it, Brian, you ruined it. We don't get (laughs) gifts anymore. And like my older brother had like, he knew that Santa wasn't real, but he had not like confessed it because he thought... Once, oh no! <laughs> once mom and dad know, I know, yeah. Christmas presents are over. That's awesome. <laughs> so we're gonna get into some Christmas movies in a minute, but I'm gonna go ahead on this now. So my oldest is five, but in tune to like every conversation happening, and the plot of every single Christmas movie is: oh, kid or adult does not believe in Santa Claus. He believes in X, Y, Z. And, I mean, it's, like, all of them. Polar Express, the Santa Claus. Like, we were just watching Elf tonight. Like, so many of them. That is the, like, thing in it, right? And so he's now, like, how come so many people don't believe? Like, what do they believe? Like, never. it wasn't even an option, but they've, like, planted the seed for him already. He's like, well, it's maybe the last year for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next year, be like, hey, by the way, last year I kind of like not all that kind of like got me off kilter. So um, there was I, my last thing on this is that I was talking to someone tonight actually, and they said that they had told their kid 
um, since Brian already said, it, I'm just going to say it out loud now too. <laughs> they said, yeah, uh, someone's uh, like telling their kids, yeah, Santa's not real. And then he's like, no, he is. <laughs> Didn't believe it. <laughs> They're like, okay, <laughs> we're keeping this up for a little yeah, bit longer. That's like, that's like a little like pulse, like check the pulse. Is like, how bought in is he? He's still in. <laughs> um, cool. All right. Well, then I guess that maybe isn't a natural segue uh, to get into it. You guys ready? I'm ready. Sure. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day. That's right, boys. It's the return of Be My Neighbor. Another segment that I've brought to the show. A podcast than a podcast. Yeah. It's a We're not into the meat yet? No, we're not even into the meat yet. Uh so I've got some ho- some holiday themed um, next door related takes here for you guys. Uh, so there's an account on Twitter that uh, oh yeah for those of you guys who are like what am I listening to? Next door app is an app that's essentially Facebook for your neighborhood where you can post um, you know hey updates about sketchy people walking around or when people are breaking rules and regulations or if you got items for sale or another any thing you uh, do, posts on speeding in there. Oh, there are there. I've got some. Don't worry. Another (laughs) cool feature that they have is posting a poll. And so there's an account on Twitter called Best of Next Door where they love to post anybody that does the polls not good. So this first thing I'm bringing to you guys, someone posted a poll and it says, anybody know where I can find Christmas carolers to hire in Dublin? The uh, choices are come to house or as a surprise. And I love that they <laughs> just somehow accidentally did the poll feature. But the great news is the neighborhood helped out. Uh, 80% said as a surprise, which was really helpful for this individual to then find some <laughs> some carolers. Um, we are wrapping up the year, and it's always popular to kind of start getting ready to start thinking, start vision casting for next year. So I'm going to share. I'm going to put this one in chat so you guys can, can peek at this one. Um, so this individual says, hey, all, random question, but does anybody have a dachshund? That I might be able to have a, my picture taken with, please. One of the neighbors says, sorry, can't help, but I really want to know the story behind this smile emoji. She says, responds the original poster, says, hi, Susie, I'd really like a dachshund of my own, and I would like a picture taken with one to put on my goal board to make visualizing it a bit easier. Then another neighbor comes in and has photoshopped in a dachshund for her to hold and said, thought I'd help out, and she loved it. So anyways, I just thought that was, I mean, that's such a generous thing for the season somebody really helping out with them photoshop skills because i know you have a passion with that average dot design domain that you own <laughs> oh i still own it baby wait is that a thing oh <laughs> so it will just let me renew that thing i renew it every year it is like it's gonna go where does it even go now it's i mean oh it's there, an idea being worked on i literally have the bought the domain from hover and that's it and still own it so I don't know if Scott is setting me up here, but I'm about to run down the – I'm about to make a path for myself. But, yeah, I have – there's this <laughs> idea that's brewing in my mind of, like, average.designs, and you just really, really, like, lean into the idea of, like, average designs. And you can sell, like, logos, and it's 
letter in a circle. And that's like <laughs> one of the things you come by is this put exists. your. It's called Fiverr. So uh, <laughs> it, are, it is, it is sort of, it is sort of that. And the idea is that they're like super cheap and just the most simple, like I could knock out like 12 designs in a night, but you just really, the whole, the whole like marketing and everything is all around the idea of it being super average. Also, obviously I'll cut this entire segment so that, you know, nobody Patreon steals the idea. Average.design. Yes. Um, I got another one here for you. It says, "Happy Thanksgiving to everyone except Phil. Every one of you except Phil are wonderful neighbors. I'm happy to be a part of this community. I love, I love that someone they pretty much posted this just to get at Phil. Like they wanted to go ahead and just middle finger, big middle finger to Phil. And this is what next door is for. Um, another one, and this one's relevant. This is not from my neighborhood, but it is similar to things from my neighborhood." New trash policy solved. When the new trash bins arrive, put yourself inside. Which <laughs> pleases me because in my neighborhood, one of the bylaws is when you bring your trash can to the curb, it's not supposed to be in the street. It's supposed to be on the grass. But 99% of people put it on the street and have always put it on the street. And... I've never not seen them on the street, but there are individuals who get so fired up about it. And they're like, who's who's the head of the neighborhood community? Look at this. Look at this guy. He won't put his trash cans up. I'm like, what are you preventing? Like, what? Spend your energy on something else. So like, you've made the world 0% better if that guy puts a trash can on the curb. Have I told you guys my conspiracy theory about my Christmas lights and why I've never won? Oh no! So Let's, this is what this is for. Let's. This is neighborhood yeah. gossip, baby. Come I'm, on. I'm highly, highly competitive, and there are you two competitions. Invest some money like a year or two ago in some inflatables. So yard was mostly inflatables. So there are two contests we have every year, or like during, like all summer for like three or four months. They do yard of the month, and they do that for like four months, and then in winter they do like the best Christmas house or whatever. And I have gone all out trying to win like all of those things. Like and I'm what do talking you win? Do you win anything? Nothing. Nothing. I win my <laughs> address respect of all the old people in his neighborhood. And my address goes at the front and maybe there's like a $25 gift card. I mean if it's something it is 20, but it's not about that. It's about winning. And last year I went all out for my Christmas stuff and was defeated. But my conspiracy theory is... Did you see the other yard? Yes, and it was not as good. I guess that's important to note. It was not as good. And then the one that won this year is in my cul-de-sac and also very average. But anyway, my my conspiracy theory is is that I am... I pay my dues for my, uh, like, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The homeowners. Homeowners Association, yeah. I pay my dues, but I do nothing else i show up to zero <laughs> meetings and i've gotten the oh, letter before. like our our people are our, our uh our little like newsletter we get every month is the most it's like the snarkiest old people <laughs> posting You're gonna need on to get here. us some some i do info from yeah. one of these. when i when i get the next one i'll actually like read it because now they they like they're snarky enough to where they like make me angry and I throw them in the garbage. But, you know, they're always commenting on that kind of stuff. Like, 
uh, now we've talked about it before, but we're still seeing a <laughs> lot of people not getting their trash cans up by 7 p.m. or whatever. And I'm like, I get home from work at 5.30 p.m. And the first thing I think is I'm I'm not – or the first thing I'm thinking is not pulling my trash can up here. But anyway, we've gotten like little passive-aggressive notes before in our homeowners association thing. And I'm I'm like, they hate me. That's why I've never won. <laughs> like, we're never me. letting this guy win. He leaves his trash can out till 730. <laughs> I so got a have... – go ahead. We don't have a homeowners association, which I think is like more like I think there's legal stuff that can be enacted from that. We have like the lesser like the neighborhood association or whatever that is. It's like it's like voluntary. You don't have to pay dues. I mean, we do because it's like thirty bucks a year. I wonder but. if mine's voluntary. I, I feel like when I bought my house, there was literally like like part of like signing yeah, my. Yeah, mine is not voluntary. That's yeah, some it. have ours is not. It's like and they they keep voting to make it that way, and we're all like. Nah, but <laughs> there's a no guy thanks. in our neighborhood who is like right as you turn in on the street. He has one of those uh, U-shaped driveways, you know, where you can oh, like drive yeah. up one side and drive down. Yeah. He went out and Luxury. staked two metal poles on one side and put a chain across it, blocking off half of his own driveway so people because turn people around. kept turning around in it. There you go, dude. How would you like to be a neighbor <laughs> wow. that guy? Cut off your nose. <laughs> I mean, my yeah. gosh. Uh, ahead, last one I have car going about a hundred mile per hundred miles per hour crash into a house. That's a title. I was doing yard work when I heard someone racing down the street at least a hundred miles per hour. He went up a neighbor's driveway while maintaining that speed, which did the car flying three feet off the ground, not very far and crashed right into the house. I ran into the house to grab my phone. And when I came back outside, the driver backed out of the house and had driven off crazy stuff. Um, now, why I wanted to mention it was I cruised through the comments and someone put, guess he had the wrong house. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, it was worth reading through the comments for that. <laughs> but I also do love, wow, people are always posting the most accurate, like, descriptions of speed. But it's like, how do you, it's like, going 100 miles an hour. It's like, based on what? <laughs> you doing yard work with your radar gun? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he just did a 90-degree turn from the street into a driveway at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, and he only went three feet in the air. And then backed up. <laughs> he leaped an envelope. <laughs> I see that on... I I only download... I will download next door, be like, here's a picture of this dog behind my house. Is this anybody's? Delete the app, and then find <laughs> another dog, download the app again. But every time I open it to make a post, it's always like... We need more speed bumps, and people are not stopping at the stop sign. I stopped at the cop, and then someone's like, well, maybe your kids shouldn't be playing in the front yard. And they're like, I watch my kids. It's like, well, I watch my kids, too, and they're not in the front. It's just like, oh, my God. It's the worst corner of the internet. That's that's my popcorn.gif for me. That's for me. Oh, I love it. I I used to like for real be in there a lot just popcorning because in my old neighborhood, it was buck wild. That's the worst part is you know if you're like oh look at this dumb person on the internet it's like that's Susie from down that's the street my literal that's neighbor. what makes it I better. don't want to know this <laughs> no that makes it better for me well that was a little a little detour and hopefully it makes the final cut or maybe this is gonna be some juicy Patreon co- content we don't know um, but let's get into the actual meat of it and I'm gonna just put a drop here because I don't actually have one. 
and we can come back and add something in there later. All right, so a little bit about just kind of if you're new to the show, our format is we rotate whose turn it is to pitch an episode and then kind of lead the content for that episode. Um, and so on our, at the end of our last episode, I pitched the guys on doing a Christmas movie exchange. And so the idea was we were each going to recommend to each other a Christmas movie of our choosing um, to watch. And then we're going to get together and kind of just discuss those, discuss other Christmas movies and holidays maybe in general. We'll see how wild it gets. Uh, so I'm up first. Um, Brian, you made the recommendation to me. I think you wanted to see if you could intro it in such a way to create a little bit of intrigue and see if John could crack the code. Yes. Yeah, so like Scott was saying, so we, we gave each other the movie in secret. So... I was tasked with giving Scott his movie, so John does not know. So, John, if you figure out along the way what the movie is, feel free to jump in. I don't know movies. But, and this movie is almost as old as you, so this would be interesting. <laughs> there you go. Hint one, John. Uh, so this was a movie. The reason I picked this movie for Scott was this was actually a movie that I remember watching quite a bit as a kid, and I remembered some of the, like, main plot lines like some of the major plot line stuff but i had forgotten so many details other than remembering watching this movie all the time with my brothers and so i was kind of like thinking through movies and a bunch came to mind and when when i actually saw the ratings on this movie so the rotten tomato approval rating it's considered one of the worst christmas movies of all time oh. at 17 <laughs> percent and Home Alone uh, too. on on <laughs> not quite Get not quite here. but you're you're kind of there um but there this has an actor i can't actually i will give it away and it might it might give away what the movie is but this was in the 90s when mm-hmm. arnold schwarzenegger was our rock today he was just in he was a huge body in every movie. <laughs> and so this movie, this person on Rotten Tomato says, this movie wants to warm our hearts and establish that Schwarzenegger is a family man, but devotes so much time to goony violence and broad physical comedy that the last real schmucks, I don't even know what that means, feels schmucks. hollow and tacked on garbage. Oh, God. And so anyway, this was one of my favorite movies John, growing up, do you know it? Uh, let me guess before you guess. Just give me like a okay. final one. Are you are you going for? I'm going to read. Now? So now this is the official synopsis. So at the end of this, you you must have your answer. Okay. Made in or released on November twenty second, nineteen ninety six. It is a comedy family movie. PG. Hour and a half. Like I said, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the lead character. And another guy you might have heard of named Sinbad. Here's the synopsis. A father vows to get his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. However, every store is sold out of them, and he must travel all over town and compete with everybody else in order to find one. Will he find one before Christmas Day? John. Turbo Man. Close. Turbo Man is a big character in it. The movie is... Oh, is it Jingle All the Way? Jingle All the Way. Scott, what'd you think? <clears throat> Why well, do I know that, Brian? Because that was in a time when I was even 
Would you say when was it released? Nineteen. When I say nineteen ninety-six. Yeah, ninety-six. So it'd have been six years old. But how, Brian? How would I know the main character, main plot point, and the title of a movie that I've definitely never seen because I don't watch Christmas movies? Hmm. Oh, I close to the mic. Oh, Google. I'm assuming Google. No, I'm waiting for you to answer. I'm being set up here, but I'm missing the setup a little Scott bit. Scott sent me the same movie. And you just left it, Scott? <laughs> well, so here's a couple of things. So let's break this down. First of all. That's amazing. I, <laughs> First of all. When I pitched it, when I pitched it last episode, <clears throat> I said to try and find a movie maybe the other individual hadn't seen. And to, you know. Essentially, you know, pit, throw a movie at him and, and you watch it and come back with it. I had already told John, Jingle All the Way. But I had also, I had sent John like seven different ones and then just landed on, okay, let's do Jingle All the Way. And okay. then your your effort level was, I was like, hey, you need to pick a movie for me. You text me back, Jingle All the Way. I was like, okay, no effort. <laughs> I like that. You were, <laughs> I thought is, you were supposed I to John, tell me to pivot. I like that. No, that's <laughs> a thing is, man. I was trying. I was having to fight, smiling so big during your description. No, like as soon as I heard that, I was like, "No way!" But here's the good news: is Brian. It sounds like you ended up rewatching it. I did. I ended up rewatching. And so then, it the Christmas gift I got everybody was we all got to watch Jingle All the Way, and now we get to talk about it. One of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Okay, oh, there's man. a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack here, but I got to start with so JMO before. Scott sent it to you. Had you ever nope. seen the movie or even heard? No had you even heard of the movie? Nope, not at all. That is so wild. That so so okay. So Scott, so they know we now we've got some of the spoiler. Mm. But I want to hear not so much what you thought about the movie. Then I want to hear your process and how you got there. Then on picking it for John. Yeah. Um. So well, I I sent him. I'm trying to remember what I even sent him. I, I like rapid fire. I was like, okay, just let me know if you have or have not seen these movies. And I just sent him like five or six Christmas movies. And he responded with yes or no's. And Jingle All the Way was one of them. And Jingle All the Way. So Home Alone is probably my favorite. Um, yes, it's great. It, But Jingle All the Way is definitely in the mix for me. I just really, <laughs> there's a lot of elements to it that are just a blast. I definitely love uh, Phil Hartman's skis, skis ball character. Yes. I love Arnold. I love Sinbad in it. This is peak Sinbad. I mean, this is like Wait, what is pe- who's which one is Sinbad? The he's mailman. the mailman. Yeah, and he the, he's crushing oh wait it then in who are you movie. saying? Are you saying the guy that played the neighbor is the other name you mentioned? Yeah, Phil Hartman. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and these are probably individuals that you do you at least knew who Arnold Schwarzenegger was, but you probably didn't know who these other guys were. I've heard of 90s. Sinbad, but I couldn't tell you Dude, anything about him. My that sort of trips me a little bit. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because like, but but it makes sense because Sinbad. Th- there's even been jokes and stuff about him, like he was killed off, and <laughs> n- nobody knows. I mean, like because he did. That. He was he was huge. Him and, and Arnold was another guy that was big at that time, but. But Sinbad was huge, and then out of nowhere, just sort of like was not in stuff anymore. You know and... what's crazy? I think this is the first movie I've seen with Arnold in it, even though I know he's a huge or was a huge movie guy. Well, and so this was quite a departure for him because he was in a lot of like de- Terminator. Yeah, when does like Terminator and, come in this timeline? Uh, around this, like I think before and after, like 
they were they were kind of happening. I'm looking at his IMDb right now, but Scott, so, mad. so keep talking through. I, I, it's Terminator just, was 1984. But then they had some later, right? I mean, I know they've well, had yeah, some like, I mean, more Yeah, I mean, Terminator recent. 3 was in the 03s. Um, okay. We have T2, which was, when was that? Uh, that's the arcade game. Looks like it was early 90s. So prior yeah. to this. If but yeah, you... he's still, I mean, he's mega star level kind of stuff. Old Schwarzenegger. Sinbad was also in, if you remember, he was in um, First Kid, where he's like the security guard or, or, or the whatever that's called for um, <laughs> the, the president's son. Yes. I, I'm trying uh, to, I want to see what else he was in because he was, there was a he lot. He wasn't in Blank Check, was he? Who was that that was in Blank Check? Y'all remember that one? That one was a good one. Was it the Disney uh, one? He wasn't in that, darn. Um, yeah, I think in Blank Check is the Disney one where the kid like gets the blank check and then like buys all the stuffs with it. Um, was anyways, I feel so, like, so there was like an animated Atlantis Disney movie. Maybe Atlantis is not the right word. Don't confuse him with Sinbad from the, like, <laughs> children's stories. <laughs> so, so, John, I know how I, how I, like, got... I mean, I just essentially... I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. Um, I don't see it on a lot of the... You see it on some lists. On some lists, it gets completely left off on best Christmas movies. Um, and so... I honestly didn't. I Brian, I anticipated you were going to send me a troll of some sort, uh, and so I didn't. When you sent me Jing all the way, I was like, I will gladly watch Jing all the way. John got it also, so that will be fun just to talk about it. And I knew this would also set us up for a chance to make sure that John did watch it um, because he was going to get outed for sure if we were talking about it. And he was like, I didn't see that movie, <laughs> so I'm I mean, glad that he did at least know the title. Not finishing it right before we got on here <laughs> yeah perfect yeah it i just so so john then you're the you're the freshest you didn't know it as a kid you had no memories tied to it what was your kind of general overall thoughts of it uh, i gotta stop getting movie recommendations from scott i think was uh, this and the the warriors and the was uh i mean so it's I, I'm a bad movie person. I will just freely admit that. But towards the end, I did kind of enjoy it. Because, you know, a movie like this, you know what's going to happen, right? It's like the dad who's at work and misses the kid's karate game and then says he got the present when you know he didn't. And then says he's going to be at the parade. You, you know, you know it's where it's going. It's like a family, you know. Even though I feel like even that didn't work because he's like, terrible dad, terrible dad, terrible dad, terrible yeah, dad. Ends up failing. in this superhero suit and he's like, it's me. I'm in the suit, and we're like, everything is forgiven. We love you. So, <laughs> so it's still one of my favorite, like, goofy redeeming moments. So, '90s movies always had like, like, just, you know, for example, like the cop who gets like l- literally exploded with a bomb. Yeah, and it just burns his this, eyebrows off, but then and, he's there at the parade. Yeah. Like and the resolve in the show is just like, ah, they're good. They're all good. It was haha funny. You got him. You like that's like nineties classic. Yeah, that part of it doesn't age well. Honestly, for me, is the like terrorist bombs. Yes, <laughs> it's a little like yikes. But, but one of my favorite parts is if you think about the you know because every moment kind of builds up to, or, or a, a lot of movies. The great thing there's like this redeeming moment in it, right? There's a scene or a line or a whatever where things get resolved. And if you think about it, he doesn't have a redeeming moment really because what got him to where he was like with his with his son and all that was a failed accident 
So he hadn't corrected, like he didn't like yeah, fight more to lying. Get, yeah, he didn't like fight to get that, or like he yeah. didn't like have a moment of like, oh, I could do this for my son. He accidentally fell into right. becoming a superhero for his son. See, Beacat, yeah. I feel like you, of all individuals, would like empathize with him of the like pressure prompted level of getting something done oh i i do 100 like, <laughs> percent. but then when he's like he puts it it's pedal to the metal when he d- figures out oh i goofed it up like he tries as hard as he can to get the turbo man doll he's climbing in jungle gyms he's fighting people he's going to the sketchy part of he drove a la uber a fake santa claus and elf across town to their warehouse of fake toys to try and get them. And then he got the Spanish version, which I love that he was like, nope. (laughs) 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 This ain't it. Yeah, Um, maybe take that one as a backup. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, it's broken. I didn't know that because it was in the box. Right, I didn't know. Um, But he at least, his effort level, although for a very short period of time, it's dialed up. I mean, yeah. he's doing whatever it takes. He's he missing punched the whole a reindeer. entertainment parade. He straight uh, up punched a reindeer in the face. Also, this may get cut, but did you guys hear? I had to rewind it four or five times, and then I had to ask my wife, and then I had to go search the internet for it. But, <laughs> you know, the, there's that, like, pink animal, Buster, or whatever his name is, that was, like, yeah. the sidekick. Mm-hmm. And like, no one likes you, Buster. And they like knock him off. And then a bunch of kids come over and start wailing on him. Did you hear what the kid, one of the kids yells? <laughs> I did, uh-uh. apparently. One of the kids yells, nobody likes you, fag. <laughs> and this is 96, right? This ain't even like, I don't know. Warriors. 60s or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like, rewound, rewound, rewound. Then went, like, I had my wife. Listen, and then went to the internet, and people were like, "Whoa, insensitive!" <laughs> it's like, "Wow." That's now wild. it probably These isn't that he terrible said movies else, you're recommending to us. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that part. Us. Um, I did reach out to one of our listeners that I know is from Minnesota. Um, I asked him. I was gonna. I was gonna ask him for some facts on uh, since it's based in Minnesota. In case you didn't pick up on that. Um, and he said that tra- that movie is trash. So I did not ask him any questions on it. So <laughs> <laughs> he may have left that first review on Rob. So it's, it's I'm not, not surprised. Yeah, I I totally can like because there's this whole scene at the end also where uh, he he like gets into the suit and he has like Iron Man like abilities, but they do it. I mean, it is. It it was potentially cheesy for even in the nineties. Oh no, he's yeah. flying it, pretty tight. Yeah, he's well. There's he's, a point where he's he has this jetpack on and he goes like flying into the side of a building and he's like flying into it trying to like you know he's stuck on the side of the building just head first into the wall and oh, then he turns yeah, just down. Like, he turns down head down jetpacking to the ground. He turns off the the boosters because I guess that helps. And him going head down straight like parallel or Terminal ninety degrees velocity. to the ground. And then the next thing is him just like landing on his back flat. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, it, it so it's it. I I totally get that it was cheese. The what? But he I also, also does smoke a reindeer with his fist. <laughs> did you not Smokes. hear me say that like three times? Scott did you really? I've Scott. I did. I said, and he punched much. a reindeer in the <laughs> face. I mean. He punches him, and then it, they they don't just leave it there. They're not just like he punched him. They like close up on the reindeer, and he goes. <laughs> I was like, dang, KO'd him. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, it's uh, it. I can understand why why people would find it to be an average movie, but it brought me great joy, and hopefully, worse than was, average. You said seventeen percent. It's bad. It's yeah, it's bad. It, it it doesn't surprise me, but it it only surprised me because I remember loving it as a kid. But I could totally see like seven, eight year old Brian just hitting replay on this movie. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we can we can skip over John uh, in the show notes because he also watched this movie. Um, Brian, you're up, and I guess AKA John's I'm up. up to yeah. So John, John, I uh, was very surprised by this pick. I too, I'll spoil a little bit. I too expected a troll and did not get one. Actually, this was a troll. So oh, your <laughs> expectations were met because I have not seen this movie and. Because oh. here's see if you can guess it, Scott. So uh, for context, everybody, we did not know what everybody recommended. If you haven't tuned into that piece of it yet, so I made a recommendation to John. Bcat did not know. Bcat made a recommendation to me. He did not. John did not know what it was. And so John made a recommendation to Brian. I am. I still don't know to this second what it was, but I'm very excited. So there is a. I'll see if you can get it from this. There's a long running feud on the internet and this is where the troll part comes in mm. troll one because i haven't seen it troll two because there's a feud of whether this movie is in fact actually a christmas movie die hard it was die hard ding ding ding, oh. ding, ding. so i thought that was the hook i thought that was the main reason why you might have given it to me actually so there's i was trying to find it but i couldn't there's this thing i and the thing that spurred it to my memory was i found this uh kind of like image a long time ago. I'll see if I... I'll have to... There's a subreddit where you can find things, so I'll, I'll try and see if they can dig it up for me. But there's an image where they compare, like, Die Hard in another movie, which I think is Home Alone. I couldn't find it. And they're like, Die Hard is a better Christmas movie than Home Alone. And they go, like, kind of plot point by plot point mm. in saying, like, well, in this, like, this is very Christmassy. This is not. And they, they did that. And so I was like, that could work. And so I recommended it to Baquette. Yeah, it. So, so, so let me ask this: Have you you did you watch it in the last two weeks? I have not. No, I would watch it, but I still have not. So, number one, I'll say this: Die Hard is a great movie that I had seen and like watched again. And uh, in in a nutshell, just if you haven't seen Die Hard, it it, it basically is this guy. Him and his wife live in let different me hear cities. This. I'm ready. I'm, I'm. Let me pop my popcorn real quick. I want to hear you give me the rundown. What? I want to hear you talk talk about Die Hard. I I can't tell if I'm being trolled. I'm confused. No, I'm just. I'm excited to hear you. Basically, there's a guy. I was like, oh, this is gonna. It sounds like. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Cut that. Yeah, I was so. So I was misreading. I thought, oh, I thought that's what I was kind of supposed to do, and then I thought, oh, Scott wants to do it, so I'll stop. But now I'm caught up that you know I'm about to goof this up because coming off. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. So if you haven't seen Die Hard, Die Hard basically is the heroine, the main character, John McClane, and his wife live in different cities because of their job. And so he is an, a New York police, uh, NYPD, New York Police Department, New York police officer. Got it. Uh, so And he comes in all the way over to California somewhere. Is it L.A.? I don't know where they're at. No, it can't be L.A. because it starts snowing at the end of the movie. 
Anyway, he comes to visit his wife. <laughs> Scott and, is pantomiming eating popcorn. Uh, he comes to he comes <laughs> to visit his wife and ends up some terrorists take over the Christmas party he's at. But he is stuck back in the bathroom or back in his wife's office changing at the moment they take over. And he must save the day. And so I think the big feud that happens is part of... Part of the reason people don't call it a Christmas movie is, number one, because when it was released. It was released, like, in the summer, around, like, June, July, something like that. Um, And the other statement people will make on why it's not a Christmas movie is that they feel like it is not Christmassy enough, not holidayed enough. But, boy, I could not disagree anymore, and I very much believe it is a christmas movie scott you've seen it what do you think why don't we so, uh, turn to the internet for guidance on whether it is a christmas movie for the official poll um, so i have some bullet points that i dug up from the internet on why it is a christmas music uh, christmas movie. because i literally was just talking about this with my wife right before we recorded randomly about whether or not die hard is a christmas movie um so i also have some takes on it um, so Scott, I guess, so where do you land, Scott? Are you undecided still? I don't think it's a Christmas movie. Um, because it isn't. So my argument is, would you say that Sandlot is a Vietnam war movie because it takes place during the period of the Vietnam war? I do not. But by the same token, just because something takes place during a Christmas period of time doesn't necessarily. Okay. Let's turn to. Entertainment Weekly movie is something that evokes the holiday spirit and Christmas values of uh, generosity, of kindness, of gifting, and not necessarily heroism and bad guys taking over corporate buildings. May May I read from the uh, very factual and accurate EntertainmentWeekly.com? Oh yeah. Slash article let me get that, slash let me get that 2015. EW. You think I've never heard about EW pubs? This is Come coming on. to you from uh, 2015 twelve twenty four slash Die Hard Christmas movie from entertainmentweekly.com. <laughs> Number one, Die Hard is about an estranged family where the dad is trying to make it home for the holidays on Christmas. AKA okay. the plot of every Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, John there's Joe a Thomas. greedy Grinchy villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You perhaps don't know the man who composed Silent Night was named Franz Gruber. Mm. <laughs> Number three, the dialogue is full of ironic Christmas references. Number four, there's an anti-consumer capitalist message, kind of, they say. Number five. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> trying to deliver the conspiracy theory in this one? McLean's wife's last name is Holly. Number six, McLean learns the spirit of Christmas. Number seven, it snows at the end. They have snows in parentheses. I'm guessing that's like an explosion reference. I don't know. Uh, it's just light snow. There is a stuck in the chimney scene. The soundtrack is stuffed with Christmas music. And number 10 links to a video on YouTube that is no longer available. So we'll just have to guess what that was. Ooh, was some that was probably the one that brought it home. Down. You still, still undecided negative, Scott? Yeah, a little bit. I think I need to. It's been a bit since I've seen it. I will say that. So, I, but I, I still stay. I'm. So here's another thing I'll say. I am. I love Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's hard for me to say that it's a Christmas movie because 
just having Christmas in the title doesn't necessarily mean that it's a Christmas movie. Um, it is obviously very much uh, themed around like him going to Christmas land and wanting to become Santa Claus and all that kind of stuff. But even that one. So I may be unique in that it's like, uh, it's not quite fitting the, like, the framework I'm looking for. And I, I think for me, so f- f- for for me, it's more uh, the hard stance people want to make about it not being a Christmas movie is I think like I consider it a Christmas movie and the people who are anti Christmas movie really are offended by that take. Whereas I'm like, if you don't think it's a Christmas movie, that's totally fine. Yeah. I just think so. That's probably where I am at. I'm like, I'm not, not not like burning down any bridges, but I'm like, uh, and I also think it's kind of fun to include it. I will say that. I think it's fun to say, Oh, we put up the Christmas tree. We watch die hard. That's our favorite Christmas movie. I got no problems with that um, because, I mean, that's what everyone's got a little different kind of spin on Christmas, but it doesn't fit the Christmas movie mold for me. Yes, and I, for me, the the main, it has enough Christmas elements and the fact that it takes place at Christmas and things like that, for me, give it enough to call it a Christmas movie. I mean, some of the, like, plot points where he gets the machine gun and he, has like the quote on the guy's chest. It's like, ho, 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 I have a machine gun now. Like that, that gives me enough to call it a Christmas movie. The thing that I wanted that I was trying, cause I wanted to find data that like backed up like actual hard data. Like I wanted to see when people watch die hard the most. And mm. mm-hmm. I, I couldn't find a great, Oh, John just posted something. Let's put uh, a link but, into our chat, stephenfalls.com slash using data to determine if Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So what's funny is from that, that website, <laughs> that, that website. <laughs> I'm going to get torched to the ground here. Well, it doesn't, <laughs> it's not, it, this, the data in my opinion, so I looked at that website, the data in my it's opinion weak. is pretty weak. The only gra- graph from it that I pulled that I thought, mm, this is okay, is the, the like web searches and uh, wiki page views for Die Hard are like significantly higher in December, and probably and because of, already out here. He's he's the truther. He's already doing the digging the deep. He's like, I already saw, <laughs> I already saw well, the Steven I, website. It's fine. It's because it, yeah, like I wanted because for me, what I want to know is when is this movie most watched? Like, there's got to be data out there, but I I for some reason am having a really hard time finding that. But for me, it's a Christmas movie. It is a great. It is a great movie, and it got me excited about actually watching the series as a whole. Or, like, it's more than a series now. There's a bazillion of them. But it's got me back on that Bruce Willis train. That's <laughs> a guy who has made movies forever. And, That's true. Uh, I was going to mention earlier, you said you called yourself the Lone Survivor, which I know you're a big Mark Wahlberg fan. So I don't oh, know if that was intentional or if that was accidental. Uh, anytime I hear that phrase, so I just said the phrase from the hip, but anytime I hear it, you know, Marky Mark comes into my mind. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> the old Italian job boy. The, uh, uh, the other thing I like about that movie, just a personal anecdote, is that it's referenced several times in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes, it is. In many times. It is, uh. I Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just for the record. That's a, yeah, it is his, was. uh. That's a good show. It is Jake Peralta, the main character in Brooklyn Nine-Nine's favorite movie, and he knows every line, and it's brilliant. And I think it's Die Hard specifically. Well, what does yeah, Jake Peralta I would, think? 
<laughs> yeah, good question. You know it. He's going to have some definitely. Oh, that is a good question. My um, opinion would change. What other, I'd love to talk about maybe I'd love to find out what other Christmas movies maybe you guys have have not seen. Do you mind if I run just through some of my faves and just Go get for a it. pulse check? Uh, the Santa Claus. Great. I uh, think I've seen it, yeah. The Santa Claus 2. Deece. Probably saw it on TV. The Grinch, the original 1966 cartoon. You oh, ready yeah. for my, I was going to say, you ready for me to get torched? Didn't like it. Okay. Ooh. That's okay. That's okay. My favorite of the, th- of the three Is Grinches. Okay? The second Grinch would be Jim Carrey's live-action Grinch. Hmm. You ready for this? What better take that people will hate was even worse. What? Yeah, I didn't like that one that much. Oh. I did not like it. Wow. I'm classic okay. cartoon uh. Grinch. So, I'm also classic cartoon Grinch, but I celebrate the full catalog for sure. <laughs> you 2018 you, uh, Grinch. How many are there? Benedict Cumberbatch. Let me guess. Be cat like this one. So oh, don't what? even know, know that, that one. Yeah, I was just. I don't even know oh, that one. Oh, got the intro song by Tyler the Creator. Come on, guys. They're trying I'm to be a big uh, Benny fan, so I might pick that one up. Oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just misunderstood what you said. I, we are to the one that I love. For some reason, you said. Oh man. It, it's the it's the newest animated one, uh, and it's fantastic. It's great. When you oh said what you said, for some reason I was I was thinking, oh, they made another live action version. So I do, like I said, I do celebrate the full catalog because I can't miss on a Christmas movie. They're all great. They're all I'm celebrating for sure. Jingle all the way. In the same way, Grinch 2018 is in there, but that one to me is the third best of the Grinches. And, and I I I understand that my take is is. But for my kids, it's number one. But also, their brains is tiny, Brian. Yeah. They don't know yet. They don't know how humor works. Yeah, um, Christmas Vacation. <laughs> so I have not seen it. Is that that's a movie? Oh my gosh! I messed up. I just I messed up. How did I not recommend Christmas Vacation to John? What to, I, I'm I'm sh- maybe I've seen it, but what's the a ju- National Lampoon? Yes, Chevy the Chase. Chevy Chase. I I know a lot about it. I even was retake. Once- 2020 so, Christmas. I'm coming back with the same topic. So I, Christmas vacation together. I, I used to go all out at work for Christmas stuff. Like I would wear like yes, Christmas sweaters every day. I assumed 100. percent And a nickname I was given and have a trophy in my office with it is uh, Mr. Griswold. I was the Digerati Griswold. Express. You guys seen Polar Express? Also, D's. no. That one always looks oh. kind of lame. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not. A good, it's, it's not a, good a banger. Story. It's a good story. It's I'll give it that. Sure. The, also, the only version I know is that like quasi like animated, quasi Ooh, yeah, real. It, that's life. also part of it. Is you're in the uncanny valley where it's like that's Tom Hanks's real person. That's not even yeah. a cartoon. It, it was uh, Christmas Story. Okay, well, why am I forgetting what Christmas Story is? But that's and, the stick in the tongue of the pole, the Red Rider BB gun. Oh the, yeah. Also oh, a sure. dude. Yeah, I think I've seen it at some point. I this remember the getting, we're, t- we're shutting this. So, we're and, and I, this I get that these are like for next year. So, I'm so a John movie version. Yeah, but Brian over here trying to bring the Hallmark takes in. No, can't enjoy Christmas. Mine, story. I'm trying to think of like the ones that I used to watch a lot of, like Jingle All the Way, Elf. We watched a ton for sure, but that would have been later. Um. Keep going, Home Scott. Because I, I Home Alone, Home Alone is the and one. One and two, Lost in New York. Yeah, not yeah. Home Alone Wait, three. Where Home they Alone switch three? the kids up. No, that's my favorite one. Bop. That's Culkin all take. the way. 
That's number not three a real is take. the best one because the villains are like actually <laughs> super criminals. intelligent spy people until the end, and then they're dumb again. <laughs> and then they forget. Uh, how about any of the Christmas carols? We got Muppet Christmas Carol, Mickey's Christmas Carol, the new Christmas uh, Carol, Jim Carrey. Oh, 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 oh. You, you passed over one that I love and we have watched multiple times this year, which is the Mickey's uh, yeah. Christmas Carol. That's a good one. It's it it's not well, just a What I have not done any research for, but I have to believe that Scrooge McDuck was born out of that, right? Because his name is Scrooge. Did he already... Was he? Did, what came first, chicken or the egg? Did we have Scrooge McDuck? They do Mickey's Christmas Carol, and they're like, obviously Scrooge McDuck must play Scrooge. Or was he created Scrooge McDuck to play Scrooge, and then became a character, Ducktales, etc. So mm. I don't know the Let's origin story, but I'm pretty sure Scrooge the character, like I'm pretty sure that story is a very old story. Oh well, yes, yes, yes. The it is. Um, very old. Is that Charles Dickens, A Christmas Story? Um, but, or Christmas Carol. But the uh, Mickey Mouse one, I was just curious if Scrooge was created for the Christmas Carol. Oh, yep, first appearing in the four color story. Nope, Christmas on Bear Mountain. So he existed before, which like blows my mind for some reason. Oh, maybe he's Clan inspired. McDuck on the Wikipedia page. There's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to Clan McDuck. From which Scrooge <laughs> derives. Wow. So um, fun fact, did you know God. that Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol is where we get the term uh Merry Christmas? He created that in his book. Okay, I for the first time have seen so I'm like scrolling through, like just trying to like jog my memory. Edward Scissorhands is listed as a That's Christmas what people movie. People try and get crazy on like, well, there's a Christmas tree in the house. See, that to me it's is like, not a Christmas movie. Okay, like if we're making a loose, someone had a Santa cup, must have been Christmas time, it snowed a little. It's like, okay, it had none of the energy of a Christmas movie. Why is there Bad were... Santa at the top of this list? That's a bad list. What are you on? Mental floss? Get off that I'm website. On, I'm on a dumb one. Now it does have. How about some of those Street. those old school like Frosty Rudolph, Charlie Brown? So those are always fun to have on, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm like like overly excited about those ones okay. necessarily. Okay. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Oh yeah, you know John and I ain't into that. <laughs> That's a real old one. John may not even know it exists. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, I've heard the movies to be but... black and white. Um, I'll be home for Christmas. That's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So the Rudolph uh, one, are you talking the like claymation style? Yeah. Uh, the claymation weirds me out, but someone actually gave my daughter uh, the Rudolph and the girl one and the abominable snowman stuffed animals today. So oh. I did appreciate that. They're very uh, cute. He's, my, what is he's, he's the Bumble. He's not the Bumble snowman. That's rude. So he's a Bumble. He's a Bumble. That's what Yukon Cornelius calls him in the claymation. Remember the guy with the wild mustache? Uh, Yukon Cornelius? So I'm having this real weird like moment right now where I'm realizing that I thought I loved Christmas movies, but in reality, there was only like five that I watched. One of them was Jingle All the Way. No, for real. <laughs> Jingle All the Way, <laughs> Home Alone. I mean, like we've mentioned everyone. I, I'm like scrolling through list after list going, what movies did I watch? Well, how could a movie this, that is all based on the same plot with subpar actors not be some of our favorites? It's amazing. How we see dare it every you, year. Sir. 
How dare you? Uh, we will, at some point, as a group, I will host you guys, and we will watch Christmas Vacation. It won't be now. We've missed the moment, but I'm sad that I didn't I didn't ask that question when I texted you, John, because that would have definitely been. So there's one movie that my wreck. wife wants to She like has a thing where she has to see it like once every Christmas season, usually with her family, and that's uh, White Christmas. Oh, that's a classic. The old Bing a classic. Crosby. Yep. And then um, the song gets sung in my house for a very long time afterwards. Yeah, it sounds like so you you were hesitant to let her watch anything with a musical soundtrack because she going to get hooked. I'll be he- hearing the sisters song for <laughs> quite a while after December. <laughs> let her hear a sound of music cuz that one I'm telling you John, it's got some bangers. Yeah. It slaps. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, most people I'm going to be willing to say that most people have tuned the F out at this point. Can I, uh, <laughs> of our can I deep 301 redirect us to something that yeah. could be cut into a Patreon episode content? Let's do it. Uh, oh, we ain't done. We still going, boys? This will <laughs> probably get cut the real ep, and maybe it'll show up in a Patreon somewhere else. Um, tell me about one of your favorite and one of your worst Christmas gifts. Okay, favorite. I've talked about it before. One of my favorites. Okay, so video games, definitely always been a favorite. Tomb Raider and Metal Gear Solid, I got at different times in my life. And, like, those games consumed me. But I've talked about before that gun that was, like, eight in one. So I I thought that's why you recommended uh, Jingle All the Way to me, because that the Sinbad guy references the gun. Is that the gun? It's not the gun. Because he said seven in one. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I was like, but his is pretty spot on. Honestly, I was yeah. like watching it, and I was like, that's the same one. Because I don't know if you picked up on that when they were in the I, cafe, and he was talking about the gift he never got from his dad. And it was I, a seven-in-one gun. I remember I rem- or I or remember it in the movie. I, I hadn't made the connection back to something you had said before, though. So, worst Christmas gift was of my own um, doing, and that's because I got Snoopy one year. And, well, I always got a little bit Snoopy, but I was never able to, like, outwit and find where they had hidden stuff. Well, one year I did find my Christmas Oh, you meant gifts. Snoopy the verb. I hey, was did sorry, you I was know, Charlie Brown. Yeah, I was, did you I know was, I also <laughs> thought he got a Snoopy? And I was <laughs> like, okay, must have been that's four. a better version than what I'm about to say. So <laughs> I was being snooping. I was snooping around. I was being nosy. Not the character, if there is one. Um, And I was... I went and my dad had like set a trap, by the way, so he would know if I like got into the closet. He had like set the closet with like it was a kid in the garage, this like locker, these like lockers. And he had like set one locker to where like a thing, if I opened the door, like a thing would fall. And then like he would know when he went to open it, it wouldn't fall. Right. Yeah. So he also knew that I had found it, but I had found and I was getting like this like very, very cool remote control, like all wheel drive ATV Jeep that was like tricked out and um it definitely definitely did zap christmas because like my my parents knew my dad was like hey so looks like somebody got my closet out in the garage into the locker and i was like yeah he's like well (laughs) i guess you know now i guess you know that's what you're getting for christmas and then that's what i got for christmas was the stuff that i had seen in there and it was like i opened it i was like neat it was pretty somber, honestly. So, like, my parents did not juke and like, okay, well, now we're taking all that stuff back. They were like, well, 
and that's what you're getting. I was like, dang. My uh, <laughs> my brother is tuned in again, listening to us live record, and he just reminded me of something that I forgot. So my when we got <laughs> LOLing, this is better than mine. when when we started getting older. <laughs> like my dad would go all out to make sure we would we didn't know what stuff was. So they would literally come up with like codes, and they would have like certain wrapping papers that would be used for a certain kid, but they wouldn't put the names on it. Or maybe the next year they would mix up the wrapping papers, but there would be like a piece of tape hidden on the gift somewhere. So like they would go all out for us to like not know what something was. But uh, one of the one of the things he did is he literally had a garage or he had a uh, like a like a closet in his garage and he put all the Christmas gifts in there one year and drilled the door shut <laughs> so that we couldn't get by it without some like, like serious effort. Um, but yeah, for me, it's not a great answer, but man, I, anytime I got a new system or video games, like I always knew that I was going to get like, whatever video game I wanted at the time would be coming out then I was going to get it or I'd be getting the new system. I mean, I loved, I loved gaming and I, if that's all I got, if I got like one specific video game that I'd been wanting for Christmas, dude, I was like filled to the bucket. My brother mentioned some, uh, laser tag lasers we got that were pretty dope that like you would, you know, I mean, it was that just technology like technology was next level at the time. Yeah, and it was it it was decent. It was decent, but it was it was super fun. As far as worst gift, I can't honestly, I like none specifically come to mind. I do remember like being in college and gifts sort of change a little bit, and I was you know getting like tools and stuff like that. But it was also like I was still very excited to get that stuff too because I was like, oh yeah, I need this stuff, and I'm never gonna buy it for myself. So it's. It's funny that the parents all hid the gifts in closets because we had the same thing where they'd be in my dad's closet, either up high or like behind stuff. And so they had to move them to my aunt's house <laughs> so we'd stop getting into them. But I think my favorite, not even favorite, just the one that I remembered so clearly is I got for a best, one of the best ones, I got a um, first edition holographic Charizard Pokemon card, which hey, was like. Someone got you the card? Yeah, like, but that thing was like, I don't know, a hundred bucks at that time. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was expensive. It was the first, back when That's the base That's definitely set, a gift of love because it's like, hey, this does not have the value to me as it does to you, but here we go. <laughs> back when like Pokemon cards had just come out, it was still base set and jungle set and the Charizard was OP because it could do 120 damage for four fire energy. And they got me that and I was like, oh. So that was so, probably one of my favorites. I'm a smash at the mall tournament. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did. <laughs> I remember GameStop used to have Pokemon tourneys on Saturdays. Another random gift that came to mind that I we just about that again sometime. abused was we got a Pog Maker. And if you guys don't know what Pogs oh. are, Google it. But we got, and I might have had a Slammer Maker too, but like you, you basically, Pogs slammer was just like. Slammer Maker would have been harder. It was just like round discs of cardboard that you would, you know, like throw a heavy thing at to try to flip. And anyway, literally all of the pog maker was, was like, you would take like a magazine clipping and like slide it into this thing and just smash it onto the, onto the deal. But they were pretty, pretty dope. Oh man. Okay. You guys, I won't, I'll I'll save it for a different episode, but you got to remind me, I brought this thing back from my parents' house that we'll need oh, to. Good. I was, so 
Let you me went discuss. back recently and then didn't send any. You normally send some pics of like looking through some old stuff. And oh, you had, I you, you when you were there recently, you did not. I got the treasure trove of old things. So we can cut that part because it's not really this episode. So my worst thing, I think, I have this relative that I will go unnamed. That do you have a relative that just gives you like the worst gifts? I mean, like socks or like. Oh, yeah. It's a pencil holder, or it's like, I mean, just, it's a flashlight that also has a clock on it, or, you know, just something that's just like, (laughs) you're just like, why would you spend money on this? Like, (laughs) giving me nothing is better, (laughs) because then Uh I don't have to have this in my house. (laughs) You don't have the relative? Yeah, so my grandparents in Florida would, like I mentioned, we would get to open those early, because they're always, like, not they were all like eh we don't really see you guys so we don't know you so is this well, something you, you like <laughs> you could tell you could tell sometimes it was like uh like you were way too old for the gift and they're just so out of touch with like stuff and they're just walking down the toy aisle just like yeah this will work <laughs> now, that's true too there were times where we would get together for like extended family it's like oh the third cousins from texas are all coming up and it's like yeah sweet and Nobody knows anybody that well, and <laughs> it would be like, "Oh, they got me the Digimon thing," and I was like in college or something. You know, what I mean? like, no. ah, this isn't quite relevant, but that's fine. Coming real, it's the next episode. So normally, how this show works is uh, we go in a little rotation, and the next person will pick the next episode. Um, but since it's the end of the year, we're going to do something a little different. And Scott's going to tell us about what's coming up uh, over the holiday break and then uh, when we'll be back into our regularly scheduled programming over to Scott. Yeah, so like John said, we're going to take a quick break um, just to spend some time with our families over the holidays and not try and squeeze in an additional episode while we're all traveling and opening up those new video games, etc. So what we are going to do, though, is we're going to pick an episode from the archives to throw back at you guys with maybe a little special intro uh, for it. So be on the lookout for that. And then we'll be back with a new episode um, early next year. We'll get back to recording. um, And you won't know what it's going to be. We don't even know what it's going to be yet. So... Just show up and uh, strap in, click that like, and subscribe. So by the time you hear this episode, you will have already celebrated Christmas. Unless you're over there on our Patreon account and I get it up before then, then you might get a little early access. Shout out to me. I'm in there. So late as usual. To those who are (laughs) listening before Christmas, I hope it's amazing. To those who are listening after, I hope it was amazing. But... Genuinely, in our first, I know it hasn't quite been a year, but in our first year, we are massively, massively appreciative of you guys and the listens. And we can just feel the momentum cooking right now with everything, and you guys are a huge part of that. Keep texting us. Keep hitting us up on Twitter. I know you guys know the handles, but I'll drop them anyway. If you're not following us on Twitter already, you can follow us at WeUsedToPodcast. Email us at fans at we used to work together.com. We love you guys. Thank you so much. See ya. Bye. Bye.